0: part two episode 66 the jordan versus lebron in a one-on-one game debate continues ko gives his take after further review ko and myself will discuss the 2016 election and uh, we're talking music man kendrick lamar won the Pulitzer surprise in music let's go
1: Yeah, yeah. Nothing comes out when they move their lips; just a bunch of gibberish. But apparently, there's a rapper who does not have
0: gibberish coming out. Man, it's the best thing I've heard today. The news of the day for me was hearing Kendrick Lamar won the Pulitzer for music. Like that's amazing. How, how
1: does a rapper, of all people that have uh, interesting content out there, a rapper
0: wins the Pulitzer? We Is it
1: Pulitzer, Pulitzer?
0: See, I don't know. I've I always i mean, some
1: people, I've heard some people are fancy would say Pulitzer.
0: Yeah, see, I've always heard uh, Pulitzer. And you almost had me saying Pulitzer just because you said it that way. <laughs> like, I couldn't even help it. I was about to repeat the same it's way. Pulitzer. But it's uh, the, the Pulitzer Prize. It's the
1: Pulitzer. It's Pulitzer.
0: Okay, tomato, That's tomato, Siri. potato, potato. Hey, Siri, how do you pronounce Pulitzer? I found something on the web about how do you pronounce Pulitzer. 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 It's a Pulitzer. But you know what? I think my my Siri has uh, an English accent, so she might say Pulitzer. Ah, that'd be funny. Hey, Siri. Can you look up the Pulitzer Prize? The Pulitzer Prize is an award for achievements in newspaper, magazine, and online journalism, literature, and musical composition in the United States. Do you want me to keep reading? No, thank you. Mine said Pulitzer. She said Pulitzer. Yeah, with the accent. Now that we figured that out, might we can be. get back to the topic, yeah, though. Kendrick Lamar, though. Kendrick I mean, Lamar went to that, that 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 award has only gone to people that are in jazz or classical music. No other genre—not rock, not pop, none of it. So, for the the first person to have it be from hip hop, are you kidding me? Like that has that has to be bigger than a Grammy. Yeah, that's got to be bigger than a Grammy.
1: Yeah, because the, the actual award has been around for a lot longer. And it's also, it, it's not, the Grammys are just for music. The Pulitzer is for um, newspaper articles, um, journalism, uh, musical composition. So it's multiple categories. So it's a bigger base of people that can qualify to get that award. And the fact that he got that, that it's that's crazy. Yes. That's good news. It's great you, news. You, you actually pumped life back into me to, to appreciate hip-hop. Being that it comes from my culture, yes. African American culture, Black America, whatever the hell you want to call it, categorizing it now. There's so many damn politically correct ways to say it. Man, and and, as, as, I'm happy that nigga got Pulitzer. Straight that's up, how you say it straight up, man. If you really want to be real Go with for it, for hip hop. Excuse our followers that don't like that word, but that's just no, that we, okay. we embrace that word with humility because. We came from a place where they made that word describe us as nothing and now it's something that's monumental to a point where a nigga can get
0: in a Pulitzer. Straight up. I mean the album is amazing. That damn album is on point. I got I got nothing but respect for Kendrick and then there's a few other MCs out there that are pretty hot. Yeah. But when you get to the point where you're winning Pulitzer Prize Awards, yeah. that's And then you want me to go back what? and appreciate the amigos? No. I can't do it. You separate yourself to a different level now. It's like I don't even want to listen to anybody else but they shouldn't they shouldn't be considered hip hop. They shouldn't be Migos should not be in the same category as, as Kendrick. Mm. Kendrick is now is in a different stratosphere. Let's just put him somewhere else. That's something no one else has done for all of the writing that Jay-Z has done for yeah. himself and other artists. Yeah. He ain't got that shit. Wow. And he got, you know what I mean, 13 14 albums. Wow. You know Tupac what I mean? A no. They teach college classes on Tupac. Yeah. And his lyrics how and is his that he impact. Never I keep yeah. saying Pulitzer on purpose. It's, yeah, it's okay. It's like, but the fact that. <laughs> but really when you put, when you start putting in that way to the people that have come before Kendrick and what they've accomplished, yeah. But they still didn't get that.
1: Yeah. And so that, would you think no that one would in music? Aerosmith,
0: Beatles, like think Michael of Jackson. all of the Michael Jackson, all the great songwriters. So that's what that, I want to know. I want to know change. how that came to be. If anybody, th-
1: if anybody out there Is listening
0: Please Call
1: and let us know How that
0: could come to be Like What is the, I didn't Somebody Send me an article Or something You know some of it has You know most of it Has to do with timing Yeah The culture Society They gotta be ready To accept it yeah. Right Yeah For, for, for how come, what
1: How come Kevin Ganks Right here Was just on Really real He didn't get a Pulitzer I mean he has the. You know what I'm saying The tattoos
0: You're stupid for that you stupid for that <laughs> you dumb for that <laughs> That's like a pair of Vanilla Ice to, like, rock him. Like, shame on you. I mean, no. It's just a poke from the fact that such a huge discrepancy
1: in an and, area and where, where you're getting a Pulitzer Pulitzer, for doing something that other people do. It's like saying Brett Favre won the presidency because he played the NFL. So wait a minute, now, there's a lot of people in the NFL, and that's the only criteria you're using on? That's what I'm saying. I need a clarification as to why it was
0: that. It's it's the timing, it's the combination, man. He's that good. Of all
1: people. Man. He's is that, that good? good,
0: but the timing. They had the, the world had to be ready to accept hip hop for what it is, yeah. which is the voice of a of a people. A voice of people that don't get heard so I think it it, and they had to be ready to accept it for everything that Barack Obama was he wasn't shit if the world if the country wasn't ready to accept a black man getting into office because he couldn't just get in with black votes you know what I mean and I think and, and I'm not trying to get political I just think there's there's, no, it's true. It's the timing of things, and I think now hip hop, with the decades that it's now been around, Public Enemy was doing this shit for years. You know what I mean? So would it be safe to say, not to interrupt you? Well, no, you're a good fine. Was well, now you're on, you're on politics? Yeah, yeah. And I think you'll agree with me. Actually, hold up. Let me let me finish this thought about the music and, the, and wrap up this whole music thing, and then we can move on to politics, if that's cool. Um, for an artist. From this genre to win this award and be the first to win this award with all of the other songwriters that have gotten deep and political and into the culture and and into telling stories. It had to be the perfect combination of the artist, his talent, and then most importantly the timing of society and if they're ready to embrace something that's new to them and accept it and put it on that platform. That's my opinion as far as that goes. So shout out to Kendrick for being the first to win a Pulitzer Prize in music, hip hop. That's what we do. Now let's talk politics. Go.
1: Would it be say to say that the only reason that Donald Trump got elected was because they're trying to replace a black man in, in the presidency by putting a white man in there as opposed to a, a white lady would not have made them feel comfortable enough knowing, OK, we got our country back.
0: yes. I absolutely agree with that. I think it kind of a disservice to her. That I it was a black woman. Yes, now we I, a
1: first lady. First thought, hold on. The black president, a first lady president, he was a first lady president? Nah. No. Nope. No. And she's a nope. Democrat too? No. Nope. I think nope. that hurt her. I think it hurt her. I definitely think it hurt her. When they let Bernie Sanders get yeah. deluded like how they did, that ruined the Democrats' ability to become president.
0: I agree. I agree with that a lot. Yeah. I had said that before. I thought that that would played a big part in it. Oh yeah. That's I, you why know, to to we already gave you a black man. You ain't getting a lady too Yeah Trump you like, going to bump, going bump your brakes all the bad bump, stuff. Bump,
1: oh, bump Obama your but you're still skating off Obama's coattails because it makes you you he knows somebody in his camp knows you keep bad mouthing Obama, the people the majority of people in America that didn't like Obama are gonna keep supporting you. Even though you're not doing anything for us.
0: No. That's why the verdict keeps going. He's just publicly saying the things that other people had always wanted to say. Or they did say, but they weren't getting hurt. It was very easy to blame Obama. And it's funny, somebody said the other day, someone was like, oh, America is more racist
1: now because of Obama. I mean, because of Trump. It's like, no, pump your brakes. America already was. They just come out of the woodwork because he's being an asshole, so apparently they can be an asshole. So he made America more of an asshole. Not more racist. It was always racist. He's made him more of an asshole just, now. That they're talking about him more. They Except, but what he did, what Trump did, do on the flip side of that is unite a lot of cultures together. He has. A lot of people was like, yes. you know what? We're so anti-Trump that I don't care if you're Asian, you Mexican, and I'm black and you Puerto Rican. We
0: all together because we don't like him. I mean, he wasn't trying to do that, but he has done no, that inadvertently. Yes, he has definitely keep, keep done that. People keep saying that
1: he's reviving the, the white uh, power. You no, know, I have a lot of white friends that did not vote for Trump, and they're so adamant against Trump more than I ever was. And I'm saying it's not—it's not a cultural race thing. It's a—you—you you create a revival where people that don't like you and how you, what you stand for, are rallying together and they're going against it, which is kind of awesome. I voted for him because I wanted some money, but you know what I'm saying? Tax code—I'm still waiting on the
0: tax code to get right. No you, man, trying he's trying he, to get a house. He's too busy having Twitter fingers and, and, and doing all this other and stuff. I, he's got, and I'm—he's got a lot going on, man. I'm the
1: first one to say after further review, man. Look, I just would have dealt with the lady, other than that, because.
0: Bernie Sanders would have been the best, but hey. And I think after further review for me, it would have been. I wouldn't have voted for Hillary in the preliminaries. I would have voted for Bernie. That's I didn't. What, I didn't think. I didn't think the, the country was ready for Bernie. Once I heard Bernie say, "We're going straight after the one percent with all the money," I was like, "He ain't <laughs> getting it." You just hung yourself. That's that's exactly the way I looked at him. Yeah. I said everything else. He, I said I believe everything he says. Yeah. I just don't think they're ready for that guy to go in there. And make that kind of noise. They're good. So that's you can't have a black man help the one percent by making regulations because
1: Obama did help the one percent. He helped everybody. He did, his but thing he helped with- the one percent best he could. He yes. did what he could best he could. Yes. But he, Obama was on both sides, and that's why he was so loved because there was people that he was not stepping on their toes, but he was still advocating for the, the small man. Yes. But at the same time, was leaving the tax code alone, giving tax breaks. Yes. Now Trump came in and talking about take away this tax break and that talk about messing with weed hold on man weed is like a billion dollar organization weed is is multiple billions of dollars annually revenue across the country if you just let it be you don't like weed cool everybody else does mm-hmm. let it be now you're talking about that craziness i'm like man you you're supposed to help him make money man you're ruining stuff
0: After further review man somebody's gonna stab you in your left pinky toe but what his base and this is what i in my humble opinion I am not an analyst in any way, shape, or form. I don't want somebody to tell me to shut up and DJ. No, um, we are
1: analysts. But I don't give a damn, this is count ko. We analyze everything. If you don't like it? Send me your address
0: and I'll come kick you in the butt. <laughs> Politely,
1: and <laughs> I'll give you a beer. I
0: just, I think he won with a, a very high percentage of people that didn't have an education past high school. Facts, right? So I believe that he. Continue and most of those people uh, live in fear. Yeah. It's very easy to scare them into doing certain things. They're going to they're they're going to come and take all your jobs. They're going to come and they're gonna take all your weapons. And they're going to or so I'm just using certain he's examples. Gun, but then he's signing bills to let them take the gun again. I wasn't bringing. You know it, I know was true right. though. No, you're very, cor- so, you very correct. So he said I he says these things point, in fear yeah. to get the the lesser's to to stay with them. So when in doubt you, you go back to, to, to what you know works yeah. for when you have to dumb it down yes. blame Obama blame Hillary yep. say something about emails say something about they are taking your jobs fake say news the, <laughs> say fake news <laughs> say they're coming you know say say they're bad bad people and say say bad hombres you say all of these things yeah. for the for the people that yeah because that's what they want to say and that's that's the rope. But I Like you Trudeau, And like man. other people That really voted Voted for him For his agenda That faith, was very direct They, they bo- bo- voted on him in, in pure faith You know what I know oh, what he every, is Like a person
2: but, uh, Right <laughs> But his was a lot yo, more, yo, But his yo, is
0: man. a lot more faith I'm going to be I'm going to vote that for someone greed. It with, was greed. It's, it's faith It was greed But it's It's greed but it's the faith I, I to that the person that <laughs> <laughs> you did, you did.
1: I'm real. Yeah, I'm real, man. I voted for this. I was like, using. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to get a break for me and my
0: family, man. This ain't gonna help me with that. Bro. I was, help I was me, trying please. to just use a nicer word yeah. to, to say the same thing. I'm you were, you put faith, money. you put faith in someone that had no experience in the job, and you went off of the faith of his word, the strength of his word and, on what you thought he could do, and awesomely, so that's, especially that's, too, that's, that's that was you that being greedy about your money. Are like,
1: political that do have experience still don't do the job anyway so what's the difference of somebody experience and not experience y'all not doing the job anyway well somebody said you are a 10-year mop veteran and the floor is still nasty this new nigga that just came in and he just wanted to do a vacuum he's used mop for the first I, time I mean it, I'm just dumbing it down just yeah. to make the base out like you, but, no one's doing the job anyway now it's not an excuse to validate why you picked the wrong person I'm just saying the faith was in the fact that somebody said they're gonna do something that's different oh it's refreshing <laughs> clean the swamp out You're know, start doing this fake news was, yeah they do report bad stuff they do sensationalize that black America is, is taking advantage of the rest of America when well, actuality, well, there's more deaths with non-black people with handguns than there were black people with handguns so you're Preach. saying that every black person is causing violence and every black person is violent No. Nah, mistakenly the the graduating rate raised in the black community by let's say like 27% uh-huh. more African Americans are going to college and getting degrees so they don't report that because it doesn't help anybody's agenda. So they are not, not fake news. They're just skewing the news to make it sensationalized for their ratings. People want a bad guy. Pick a bad guy.
0: Yeah, you know but, I mean? but we don't even really need to get into that. Let's take it off of the news and the media and the blame like that. Trump was the cool kid in school that exactly. ran for school president <laughs> and said... Free lunches, yeah. Friday everybody gets free lunch. Pizza no, every day. No school on Fridays. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and everybody was like, yo, he was kind of going in there like O'Doyle from Billy Madison, Dude, like, rules. Doyle rules, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's I, that's I, the way it was. I, I, it was I a put, popularity put contest. put
1: something in front of you that'll trip your mind out because somebody uh, phrased it to me this way Hillary had a good agenda and she was very smart and intelligent. She's been doing this for a long time, a long time, over 30 years, she's been in politics. She knows how to work the game. Trump came in like the quarterback from the Eagles and just disrupted every defensive coordinator's ability to understand that they know more than this young kid that came in. It's, you know, Trump came in like the quarterback from the Eagles and literally just had a game plan to derail you. He derailed Clinton. Clinton is a veteran. You, That's Tom Brady. You don't go against the Clintons. They've been doing this for a long time. Her husband was a president. How do you not know how to get to the residency if you've already been there? You do, he never been there. He don't know how to do this. This man came in like hot fire, like Dylon, and <laughs> spit hot fire and derailed her from her agenda. Because she didn't get into talking about what her presidency was about. She All had all she was doing was backpelling and defending herself and going back in with emotional rebuttals instead of saying, this is what I'm gonna do. So she did that because she relied on the fact that she was Obama's secondary. She was coming in, he already paved the way, so I'm just going to ride his coattails and go in there. She didn't even campaign in the cities where they were losing Obama support yeah, you're right? You're because Trump's rhetoric. They are right. losing Obama's support, so if you lost Obama's support, if they're not going to support shooting and go to Trump. So there's a lot of Democrats that switched over to Republican and voted for, for Trump because his rhetoric derailed her and she stopped spitting her game.
0: She didn't stick to her game plan.
1: Yeah, so I feel bad because at the end of the day, I was like, I know what Trump was saying what he was going to do. Hillary never said what she's going to do. She just kept defending herself about what he was saying about her. So when you get in that chase the chase mode you automatically become second place. By nature chase is considered second place. Yeah. You're chasing. Nah, it sucks, but that's what happened. Be so real. Somebody whoever his campaign manager was said Keep spitting hot fire. I don't care if it makes sense. Right. How to be real? Just Yo. say this because it's.
0: Hot. Yeah. You know what she did? <laughs> he hip hopped it. What he did in hip hop yeah. is what 50 Cent did when he first came out. He's like, I'm about. I'm a. I'm a writer rhyme about everybody. Yes. And someone eventually will have to get pissed off, and it'll stick. And then I have arrived. Yes. And if I go fucking with everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah, now they worried about me. With him and the Mad Rapper. Yeah. Hot to Jack. You Hot know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mean I saw Hot Jack. Yeah. Then uh, John right. Rule on. Oh, he's you.
2: Yo, man. Uh, sorry. Uh, whenever I responded last time, uh, it was a. Uh, I was at work. I was in a rush, so I didn't actually get to hit on every little point. But uh, no, I totally agree with everything you said on that reply back. Um, what I was saying is, though, what I've heard, what I've seen, and what I know is that even Jordan himself said nine out of ten times he would beat LeBron in one-on-one. So I, I I'm going to take Jordan's side on that, and I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah. Uh, LeBron, I'll give LeBron one, possibly two games out of 10, if we're talking out of 10 games here. Okay. So I'm not, uh, for sure. Exactly. Your specifics. If you're just saying one game, one-on-one, uh, you know, LeBron versus Jordan who would win. Um, yeah, he's got the physicality, but, uh, Jordan was very strong. Jordan never gave up on a play, especially defensively. I mean, we both know that he's the only player in history to be the MVP and NF or the, uh, MVP and And he's also the uh, only player to be the MVP and Defensive Player of the Year. So he shut down people. Okay, But here's the difference. This is why I believe he would beat LeBron one-on-one. His his defense, I don't care how big uh, LeBron is, if he thinks he can back down Jordan. I mean, yeah, he may push him down in there and get aggressive, but Jordan's going to push back. Here's the thing. Jordan played against who? He played against all the freaking greats of the 90s, man. There's no way of, and no doubt of arguing that, man. He played against the most spectacular, the most physical, you know, basketball teams in the 90s. The Pistons, of course, you know, the bad boys over there and all that stuff. But defensively, I think Jordan would lock down LeBron. Yeah, LeBron... Is gonna is gonna back his way down to that goal because that's that's about the only thing I could see him taking Jordan on is in the post. But even then, I think Jordan might even rip him or uh, give him to pick up that dribble and have to make a move of a fadeaway move or you know just a hook or whatever. And maybe LeBron would have to do. But to me, I mean, there's there's just no way he's he was way too good of a defender. Yeah, you're right. Perimeter shuts you down. Uh He didn't have help side. But but here's the thing. you're You're talking about help side. Well. Well, he would need help side because of those guys he played against in the '90s. I mean, uh, Hakeem Olajuwon, Clyde Drexler, uh, good grief! I mean, I could go a million million hours about all the greats Jordan had to play versus the era that he, you know, LeBron plays in. So the physicality is totally different. Jordan's, I, I believe, he has the strength and physicality to hang with him. He's he's lost two inches, you know, height-wise, but other than that, I, I think Jordan takes it one-on-one, one one game. But now, if we were to play 10 games, you know, if those two were to play 10 games, you know, game after game after game after game until they hit that 10-point mark, then I think, you know, LeBron would take one or two. Because, yes, that physicality would play in after a, a factor of 10 games that they would play against each other the best out of 10, who would win the most out of 10. I think it would get to Jordan eventually, but... I think we both can agree that Jordan stamina and cardio was ridiculous too. So, I mean, even then it would be a little tougher. But I think LeBron would take one or two games at a 10-game stretch. But one-on-one I think Jordan still takes it. And I appreciate your time, bro. I really do. Uh, This is Brad Stone from Heated Waves. Come check us out. And I appreciate you uh, allowing me to be on here, bro. Have a good day.
0: Heated Waves podcast. Thanks again for another good call with your opinion. Let's start from the top. Of course, Jordan is going to say that he would win 9 out of 10 times against LeBron, or anybody for that matter. Not even just Jordan. Any top-level athlete or competitor is going to bet on themselves 9 out of 10 times. I mean, come on, that's a Captain Obvious statement. So let's not look too far into that. I mean, he he ain't conceding anything to anyone, nor should he. But neither would Kobe if you asked that question. Neither would LeBron if you asked him that question. Jay Z still thinks he won the rap battle against Nas. And everybody knows Ether was way harder than the takeover. I'm just saying. And I will also concede that Jordan did play in a tougher era and he balled. The teams were tougher, the game was tougher. That is all true. But what was going on in that era, there were more dominant defensive players on the front court, not the back court. There were man-on-man defense, and a lot of the guys that were guarding Jordan, some of the guys that were guarding Jordan were his size, but a lot of them were smaller than him, not his height, not his athleticism. So the dominant guys you're talking about, those teams, all of their players were in the front court, not the back court, guarding Jordan one-on-one, okay? Okay. Jordan says the toughest defender that he faced in his career was Joe Dumars. He was 6'3", 190. That's three inches shorter than Michael Jordan. Jordan was probably about the same weight at that time. He hadn't quite hit the weights and was getting to, to 200, 210 at that time. But that's five inches and 75 pounds of a difference from Joe Dumars to LeBron James. I think we all can agree that LeBron James is a more athletic player than Joe Dumars with that size LeBron's man-up defense would give Michael Jordan a problem he has never seen before I think it's important to point out that for most of Jordan's career guys were in basketball shape not crossfit shape not hitting the weights and getting my swole on shape and the guys that were in the league back then that were built they were just naturally built like that Jordan was the first of his time to really include a weight training program into his off-season workout and that was in part because the bad boy pistons that you brought up were putting two to three bodies on him and he was so light in the ass he was getting tossed around like a rag doll so he had to start hitting the weights to get stronger the michael jordan that weighed 210 was at the end of his career when he wasn't flying around as much and he was being more of a post player not the guy shifty and dunking on people like that so let's Keep that in mind as well, 210 Jordan was at the end of his career, 265 LeBron right now is in his prime, or just about to start to hit the tail end of it. I mean sure he lost his hairline a few seasons ago, but it hasn't affected his game. And the more I think about that, he even held onto his hairline longer than Jordan did. I'm just saying. We all can admit and agree that the players, not just in basketball nowadays, but even baseball and football, athletes are bigger, stronger, and faster nowadays because they are constantly working out year-round, something that Jordan started in this game, and I think in this situation, it would come back to bite him in the ass because they took his blueprint and now they all follow it, and now this guy, LeBron James... ...who has the skill to go with the physical gifts... ...could give Jordan the biggest problem he has ever faced in any career. And that's this is different from a 5-on-5 game. This is one-on-one, no screens, no picks. He's got to get around this guy that's bigger than him... and fat ...and can move around just as well. It's different. The one thing that you bring to the debate... ...which I think is important to discuss... ...is the amount of games that they would play in the series... Because if it's just a one game, one match, it's hard to bet against Jordan to win one game. His will will get him one game and one game only without that much physical damage being put on him as it would be in a series. So that's important. Are they playing a seven-game series? Are they playing ten games? That's important because that's when the physicality that LeBron has over Jordan comes into play where he could wear him down over the course of a series, not just one game. The cardio issue is a wash because LeBron's stamina and work ethic is top-notch. He doesn't play 82 games not because he can't do it. It's just because the league is softer as a whole, and they allow these players to take rest days, so he takes advantage of it. But LeBron has pretty much been injury free for the for the majority of his career his cardio his work ethic is top notch that's a wash the only undeniable factor when it comes to the advantage of Michael Jordan versus LeBron James is his heart and his will to win it'd be hard to pick LeBron James if if he's only going against Michael Jordan for one game and one game only but if they're playing a series then the physicality will play a strong part in the outcome of that series probably more so than the will In my opinion, I guess that's where the debate lies. Heated Waves podcast. Once again, thank you for the call and make sure you check back in on Thursday because I will have my homie comic Mikey Venn, the Southside Chicago guy who was on the show and we originally started this debate. He's coming back on to join me and uh, we're going to do closing arguments and try to wrap up this very interesting debate. Jordan versus LeBron. K.O. what you got? You're in on the debate. LeBron James versus Michael Jordan, Ooh. one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Who wins the game? Ooh, this is nasty. Nice. Ooh, yeah. okay. And Damn. why? Break down, uh. break down how you see this game going. Just break it down.
1: Well, you know, being an O-head, I'm going to already default to Michael Jordan and say that he's going to be better.
0: I know there's some fault in my theory, but
1: I'm just saying off top, uh, Michael Jordan was the first to do it, so I'm pretty sure he's uh, savvy as a veteran that can – Learn his uh, opponent And overcome the obstacle
0: Yeah So I think Michael Jordan will win Off of experience Okay Um, You brought up an interesting point While we were listening to our other listeners Shout out to the Heated Waves podcast
1: Heated Waves podcast Because he
0: definitely called in and disagreed with the fact that I said LeBron would beat MJ one-on-one Like I said I'm not saying LeBron's better than Michael Jordan as far as the greatest player of all time on the it's NBA. is just one-on-one, right? Just straight-up yeah. one-on-one. Stops make fights. Gotcha. Um, but you brought up something like when, when, it, when it comes to playing one-on-one, you like when it comes to the rules. Yeah. Okay, so I say
1: Michael Jordan win, but it's conditional because LeBron James is a big dude. Like you had mentioned earlier, too, is like, hey, LeBron, that's 6'8", 260 versus 6'6", 210. 220, you know, 230 on a good day if you eat them steaks, you know, the size advantage is, is LeBron's favor. So one-on-one, you have no weak side help. You get no, you know, and, and you said Michael Jordan only covered, uh one through three. Yeah. LeBron James covered one through five because of the size, diversity. Yes. So my thing was if you're going to play one-on-one, it's got to be the rules defined as if you scored you get the ball back? Because that would change the whole nature of the game. Who gets the ball first in a, in a jump-off, tip-off? Who who can jump higher? the thing we don't even know yet. Yeah. Who who can true. jump higher? Has LeBron James ever won a dunk contest?
0: He's never entered a dunk contest. Ah, uh-huh, see. But we you watch. Why not his, though? You watch his in-game dunks. You watch his warm-up dunks, and you see that the boys got boosties. Oh yeah. Still head hitting the rim. So. But, but
1: it's the thing about creativity and be able to usability of it. I can have it and not know how to use it. But
0: I don't think that even matters in a one-on-one game. It does. Like,
1: it does simply for I the fact of usability. So. He can dunk and all this in-game stuff because it's games, fast breaks, throw and jump, whatever. Creativity is Michael Jordan finding a way to find that angle to get that dunk in. Now, maybe it's, I'm doing a disservice to LeBron James' ability to find a way to get that dunk in because yeah. I've seen him get these crazy dunks in. Uh-huh. Well, long story short, whoever uh, gets the ball first, if it's score, gets the ball back, whoever gets the ball first, probably going to get a sizable advantage in the game and probably win it. All right. So ball first or ball back to the uh, score or if it scores and goes to the next person, that will determine who wins that game.
0: Okay. I can see that. Yep. And and like I want to always say, it's not greatest player of all time and rings and all of that. It's one-on-one. And I think if one of them had a three-point shot or more of a long-range game, then I think that that would balance out. Like if MJ could shoot it better from long range than he did he'd get hot and shoot three-pointers yeah but if he was more consistent from the three-point line then that takes away the size um yeah it disadvantage he has who had a better
1: field goal percentage
0: and three-point percentage uh career-wise lebron wow okay lebron you really touched on it though because i really do believe that the x factor now i said it's the size and that is, that's the main factor that separates LeBron versus Jordan. Yeah. But who would win the game, it comes down to who wins the tip or who gets takeout first. Where the, you know, who makes it from the top of the key. That's right. That's how you play pickup. Yeah. Make it from the top of the key, you win. And if it's scorer gets ball on the out. Yeah. That's the thing that we always got to give Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan credit for is his heart. Oh, yeah. That was the thing. His will to win. The fact that he wasn't going to lose. That's always separate him.
1: Before Shaq was of uh, Shaq else. and Shaq would complain about being fouled all the time. Michael Jordan got the worst of every team. Yeah. Dennis Rodman, who was on the Pistons, was destroying Michael Jordan. Yes. Patrick Ewing, uh, Oakley uh, Charles Boys. Oakley, yep, destroying him. Charles Barkley All the guys on that team would do, 76ers would foul the crap out of him Yeah I mean it was just That's what When it goes into the Hawks They would just foul him Everybody would just
0: You can't stop but him So
1: you do hurt him they, they bruised him
0: Yeah So you would look at LeBron Where They wouldn't be able to do that to him yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm it's at the, the end of the dude. day. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, his game transcends. The game is softer now than it was then. But oh, yeah. that big boy will play no matter what generation you. Put Imagine him in. if you
1: had uh, Charles Barkley playing currently. What would happen? Charles Barkley in his prime was it playing right now. He's
0: bad. He was so. He good. would have
1: so many flagrants, and uh, they would eject him just for his. He walked on the court. Reject him. He's Charles scary.
0: Barkley is playing right now. You know what his name is. Yeah. Draymond Green. They're <laughs> <laughs> the same dude. Just uh, Draymond is Dark Chuck. Yay.